0: Hello and welcome back to Dr. Quackers. So today we're going to be kicking off Season 5. And I just want to say thank you and I appreciate all of my listeners out there. Um, I don't know how to express how happy I am that people actually listen to this. I am surprised and completely shocked that anyone listens to what I have to say about uh, movies or shows. But I greatly appreciate it. So thank you. So today we're going to be reviewing Berserk. The Advent, this is the third part of the trilogy. It's been a little while since I've reviewed the second Berserk film. I figured it's time to review the conclusion of this trilogy. I would like to talk about some critiques that I have seen in every of every one of the films. The animation and the music is very average once again. The 3D animation looks worse to me for some reason. I think that it has to do with the color palette. The color palette is slightly different, it has a lot more uh, darker colors for about half the film, and they use a lot more purples and reds, so I think with that color palette, it makes it look way worse, because the shadowing is really off. The music just isn't as good as the 90s anime. Guts' theme, uh, which is what most people remember from that anime, anime uh, has had a resurgence with meme, cul- uh, resurgence with meme culture, um, and I, I completely understand why. It's a really memorable uh, anime track, and I really like it. Uh, very much. I listen to it actually quite often. Um, <laughs> in fact, I listened to that song when I found out the author of Berserk died. I felt like it was a good way to honor the creator. And a lot of people might be like, well, music doesn't really matter. But I'll give you an example of why music matters and how memorable music can be. John Williams wrote the Jaws theme for Steven Spielberg. It is one of the most well-known tracks from any movie. That movie came out in the 1970s, and it's still remembered today. I can't tell you how many homages and callbacks to that track in media. It's a ridiculous number. Everyone knows where it's from, and it perfectly sets up the world and the tone that Steven Spielberg was looking for that film. If you hear that song, what do you think of? Sharks. That's why music matters in movies, okay? And with this film having much more emotional and serious material than the previous two films, in my opinion, having poor music does not help the movie. All right, I just want to say that before we continue. The story is really boring because they don't know how to carry the movie without constant action. There is action in this movie, and the action is, you know, somewhat entertaining like the previous two. Um, but it, it's not as, not as common or as often. It's a little bit longer than the previous two films and the majority of that runtime time is the emotional parts. Uh, this part of the golden age has more emotional and character driven beats. They cut out a lot of the source material which gives these little ties that characters need to make their connections feel real. Um, most people wouldn't care what happens to the majority of the characters because they've been made two dimensional. Like Pippin, uh, Kors- like any of those characters. I just, there's no point to they, they don't really serve a purpose in terms of the emotional beats of the, of the movie. And that's a huge part of the conclusion, is what happens to the band of the Hawk. So if you don't really feel any emotional ties and don't care about the characters, the movie feels more hollow than it would if you at least tweaked it slightly. Um, yeah, it's just the emotional beats just don't really hit home for me anyway, I mean if it gets if it, if it works for you, then fine I'll power to you, but I the manga is just so much better in terms of how to make the characters feel real and it actually shows why they feel that way for a certain character uh, in the, so there's a lot of little things, like little scenes and dialogue parts that are in the manga that aren't in the anime so having like Guts and Casca Get together. It doesn't work as well to me anyway, because those little little bits and pieces you would get in the manga that also should have been in the second film to br- make that bridge to have them eventually be romantically involved. It doesn't work. It really doesn't. All of a sudden, that Costca hates him, and she just kind of shifts. There's a little bit of a build up to it, but it doesn't feel organic. It feels forced. Uh, which is very unfortunate because it's actually one of the better arts uh, compared to most animes most anime and manga don't really do a mo- like the relationship parts of the story really interesting at least to me I don't find a whole lot of them very interesting they kind of feel forced as I was previously pointing out which is disappointing I, I wish that it it had those parts uh, and it's probably it's probably why I feel uh, Way more, I guess it would say offended. That's not the right word, but I am somewhat offended, uh, at least for the creator of Berserk, of how they kind of butchered the relationships for these movies. It does it makes this extremely horrifying and brutal conclusion to the Golden Age be very. I don't want to say hollow, but it's hollow. It, I just, I don't feel any sort of way to this ending, and it should, it should be. A soul crushing experience for the audience because in the manga, it is. It's a heartbreaking part of the story. And because you don't have those emotional ties, what's the point? I don't give a shit. I just want to make sure that was really emphasized for you because I'm, I feel very strongly about it. The only part they truly get right is the brutalization of Casca by Griffith. So I'll give a little bit of, you know, a trigger warning for this movie in the in the source material. If you can't handle, or you know, you just don't like uh, sexual assault or rape, whatever you want to call it, this is not a story for you. Um, yeah, it just isn't. Uh, in this part of the story, Griffith brutally rapes Costca in front of Guts. I don't want to give the whole part of the story because I think if you're going to actually watch this movie, or even read the manga, or even watch the original anime, I don't want to give too much away of the story because of how important it is and the shift and change in the characters and their dynamic. I think it's really cool to watch and I don't want to give all the way to you. But, this is the conclusion where Griffith turns on the Band of the Hawk to get what he wants. And that's been his whole... That's Griffith's whole arc, although they don't build it up well enough, so... But it's like I was saying earlier. This just doesn't feel right. Um, but they do get they do ha- they get the uh, the emo- that's the only part of the emotional beats that they get right. You very much are very shocked and horrified by what Griffith is doing to Costco It's it's it, it's pretty disturbing. I'm not gonna lie. I think it is. Um, which other other people will be like, no, it's not. It is. It is. Yeah, so I'm gonna give a trigger warning for that one, but they do get it right, so it is, it is something I'll give the the writers and the filmmakers of this movie. What also pisses me off about this movie is that they sequel bait after the credits. They show guts, uh, the Black Swordsman arc. They do a little sneak peek for it, I guess. I don't know what else to call it. They do like a little like teaser, like ooh, we might do a movie about the Black Swordsman arc and it really pisses me off and I'll tell you why they didn't earn that a lot of movies especially after things like the MCU and I guess you could say the Dark Universe what they tried to do with the mummy uh, Tom Cruise's mummy is that now that franchises are such a big thing in Hollywood uh, these studios are just planning ahead like 15 years for like a million different movies in advance but the problem is with that is that they don't take the time to make sure that people want a franchise for one and two that they actually are putting out quality material what happens a lot which is why these franchises die off so quickly is that they don't really give a shit the quality they go oh people like it so they'll come and watch it and they don't they don't make sure it's a quality movie they release these half-assed movies and expecting it to be the next MCU and it turns out if you don't put any care or love or you know try to make a decent entertaining movie people won't show up to watch it and this is one of those times you need to earn the ticket first for the film you're already watching it's insulting to the audience to be like, I know your dumb ass is going to come and watch the sequel. Blah, 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 blah. I hate that. Anytime I see that in a shit film, I know that they were just planning for money. And I knew that they already had like eight films already set up because they're like, well, we're going to do this one, we're going to do this one, and we're going to do this one. And they never do a quality film because they're always getting ready for the next five Focus on the film at hand, and if it's good and deserves a sequel, then give it one. That's all. It's something that really does annoy me with a lot of modern Hollywood. But I'm going to bring this review to an end. So, the rating I'm going to give for this film is a 4 out of 10. The emotional beats are hollow. I don't like the animation in those 3D parts, the music is boring and tasteless. Uh, they only get one part of the story truly right. The action is entertaining. It is. Um, the dialogue is okay. It's not a terrible film. It's not. It's not a good movie, and it's not, it's like It's meh. So that's why I guess that four out of ten is slightly below average. Because it's. I mean, it's still a good story comparatively to a lot of other movies and anime even a watered down version of Berserk I think is still better than a lot of anime that's out there which is why it's still a 4 out of 10 and they don't bastardize every character they just don't know how to give that same connection you can get when reading the manga that's that's it's biggest flaw is that it, it just feels watered down which sucks, it really does um, but yeah it's a 4 out of 10, it's, it's the worst of the three trilogies because it's much more focused on the emotion and they just don't know how to do it So, well, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, um, I hope I didn't rant too long or I hope I was somewhat <laughs> coherent in terms of what I was talking about um, but yeah, I greatly I appreciate anyone's listening and thank you and have a good day